0: Neal Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware Dealers. And that's not just one hour, but both hours. So stop in and tell them thanks. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now,
1: here's Neal. All right, Stuby, thank you very much. And here's Neal, indeed. Let's get uh, get this underway. Phone number. Phone line's available. 888-787-KLIF. That's toll free. Call right now, won't you please? We have two lines open. 888-787-5543. I'm here every uh, Saturday from 1 until 3, as is Mike Bass, my producer, director, and chief uh, guy who knows things. And uh, we are here to answer garden questions. Well, I am. Mike is here to patch us together so that I can answer your garden questions. And we migrate over to WBAP on Sunday mornings and we'll be live tomorrow morning doing the same thing. And very frankly, I, I can still get to a church um, and, and do my program. And it is so much easier to do a live program than it is to try to put something together and, and record it with a, this kind of a program. And so I just say, you know what, let's just do it live. And Mike goes along with it. He's, he's willing. So there you are. So I'll be looking for calls tomorrow morning on WBAP, the sister station of KLIF. That's at 820 on the, on the dial tomorrow from 8 until 10 tomorrow morning. So we have those two lines open, and we have uh, uh, Tom waiting. Let me uh, go to him right now. We'll do that, and then we'll take our first uh, – let me – yeah, we'll do that. That's what I've said I'll do, so we'll do it. Tom, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Thanks for waiting. How can I help you? Hey, Neil. Can you hear me? I do.
2: Okay, good. Hey, Neil, we bought a about a four or five foot crepe myrtle last July, late July, planted it. We got it at North Haven Gardens. It was called a Tonto variety. Uh, anyway, so it's kind of late in the season to be planting from what I heard back then, but we gave it a shot. We planted it in a, our backyard, in a second level of our backyard, which tends to hold moisture more than, because the moisture goes downhill. But not constantly in the summer because it's hot. But anyway, long story short is we babied it, we watered it, and it just didn't make it. This spring, It is just dead. And so we got another one, and we're just wondering what advice you have on – because crepe myrtles are hardy, and I thought it could survive just about anything. But it didn't, and it died. Where's the best place to plant a crepe in your yard, I guess, in general? Did it not be in a moist – a moist spot, a low spot that makes no,
1: no. a little moist? No, it no, can, it can handle the moisture. Full sun is the only, only requirement, full sun and, and ample uh, uh, room to develop to full size. Tonto is a very good variety. It was one of the ones developed by Dr. Carl Whit- uh, not Carl Whitcomb, uh, Dr. Don Egoff at the United States National Arboretum. Um, and uh, in our plantings of the crape myrtle trails of McKinney, uh, it has not been one that has frozen repeatedly. We have five that uh, just keep freezing back to the ground every time it gets really cold. Um, yeah. We can't tell yet. We we just had a, a board meeting uh, two nights ago, and we were talking about, uh, can we tell yet which ones have frozen? And, and so now it's still too early. But traditionally, Absolutely. typically, the ones that we always seem to have the biggest problems with, one of them is not. Uh, one of the well, the, the four that are the, the four that are commonly killed and, and hurt are Natchez and Tuscarora, Muscogee and Sioux. S I O U X. And then one that is not one from the National Arboretum, uh, with Dr. Don uh, uh presence, is uh, one called Country Red. Uh, in fact, the founder of North Haven, uh, Ralph Pinkus, told me it was his favorite red, and I planted. It. I love that that variety, but it freezes. Tonto has never frozen for us. I so think it's too early to is- decide. I think it's too oh, really? early to decide whether one has frozen yes or by far.
2: Should it not be putting out any kind of buds? There's, cause there's no leaves happening on it.
1: It just seems. Yeah, some are. I'd say of the ones that I'm looking at. I haven't been out today, but yesterday when I was out looking, uh, probably. Oh. I, I didn't take a count, but two or three days ago, uh, probably 40 percent had head uh, growth on them. Now that's in McKinney, well, Neil, and that's different from Dallas. Go ahead. I'm in
2: Rockwall, Rockwall County actually. But uh, Neil, let me ask you this: I took a real sharp pocket knife, and I just peeled just a tiny, you know, a sliver of bark, or of. of I tried to see if there's some green under the, you know, branches at the bottom, and I didn't see any green happening when I did that. Is that a telltale sign there, too, or are you still too early? Uh,
1: it's, I think it's too early. We've planted about 40,000 crepe myrtles in McKinney in the 20 years that we've been involved, 24 years, with the crepe myrtle trails. And I just don't let myself worry about them until uh, mid-April to late April. Uh, it's just okay. I, I would i would lay awake worrying about them if I let myself uh, all right. get all, all right. dis- disheveled well, at
2: that point. Okay. I bought another one, a hoppy, hoppy variety. At North Haven last
1: mm-hmm. weekend. We haven't planted it yet. HOPPI? Um, no, it's HOPPI. It's, uh, those I like those are all Indian tribal names. Don Egoff introduced yeah. 29 varieties with Indian tribal names. He was a genius with his grape myrtle so, hybridizing. Okay. 200,000 well, crosses and 29 introductions. He was brutal in what he threw away. Well, we haven't planted it yet. We were thinking this this
2: Tonto isn't coming back, but maybe we'll give it more time based on what you're saying. And then find another good place, a sunny, full sun place for the new one.
1: Sure. Yeah, I'll tell you what happens if uh, Tom, if if one freezes to the ground, um, which Tonto could have for all I know, uh, if one freezes to the ground, they come back vigorously from from below. I wouldn't be a bit surprised. But what we will have some varieties and some t- plants. Uh, within varieties that did freeze to the ground because the first freeze we had there before Christmas was very cold and the plants were not completely hardened. We lost other types of plants last December of 2022 because they weren't ready yet. And and that's happened several times. And it got gardenias, it got pittosporums, other things we shouldn't have planted in the first place. And I wouldn't be a bit surprised if we don't lose a few of the of the uh, uh, crepe myrtles back to the ground. It happens. But Tonto is not notorious for that, and and Hopi is is a is a good variety. I'm proud of North Haven for handling those varieties because they're not easy to find. So hats yeah. off to them. That's great.
2: Okay, so you're saying give it till the end of April before I, before I. Right off the Tonto. Maybe it'll give it as fun. long
1: as you want. If you can't, if you if, if if it's driving you nuts now, take it out, replace it. No, but I, if you can, I can leave it. If you can, be, can leave it yeah, there. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's fine. Just give it as long as you can. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll just
2: find a new place for the new one for the for the Hopi. Ben.
1: Or or leave the leave the Hopi in, in a pot for a couple more weeks and see what happens. If a plant has frozen to the ground, you will see strong new shoots coming up from the base of the, the old plant uh, toward the mid or end of uh, April. So anyway. Hey, I appreciate your call. Good luck with it. They're both good varieties. Appreciate the call. All right, Ed and Hurst, I'll come right back to you. And uh, and we'll help with the St. Augustine in just a second. Let me tell you about Arborological Services, the company with the name that nobody can say right the first time. Arborological Services. That's a forestry term. If you're in forestry as these people are because they deal with trees all the time you have to get used to saying that whether it's in uppercase as it is for the company or lowercase if it's a, a forestry reference they deal with trees the experts your trees deserve because they're the best in the business now they know what it takes to keep trees healthy and vigorous sure trees eventually get to the end of their life expectancy and even the best most wonderful tree in the world, will eventually die and have to be taken out. And they have the knowledge of how to take a tree away, take it down, and do it safely and uh, and, and not damage property adjacent to it or other trees. I've had to have them remove several trees at our forest, our, our pecan forest, around our house. And it, I just marvel at how careful they are and how, how perfectly they do that job. But then, on the other hand, how well they care for the existing trees they are the best in the business they're the only people who will ever touch our trees three of their men steve hauser kevin bassett and russell peters have been named arborists of the year for the state of texas only one person per year gets that award it's been awarded about 20 years and three of their people already have won it that's significant they also have a 13-time Texas State tree-climbing champion, Miguel Pastinez. He happens to head the crew that comes to our house. They have crews going all over the Metroplex. They are strictly local. It's not a national company. He has a toll-free number, but they're not national. They're just right here, 866-552-7267. On the web, it's arborological.com. And I'll, I'll break it into three parts. Arbor, you know how to spell Arbor. I, the letter I, logical. That's how you spell it. Arborological Services. And it's Arborological Services, Inc. on Facebook and on Twitter, The Tree Experts. So that's Arborological Services. How about the phone number, Neil? 866-552-7267. 866-552-7267. Arborological Services.
0: Hi, I'm Dee from Justin Ace Hardware in Justin. Visit us in the Garden Center.
1: We've got everything from Abelia to ZZ plants. Come see us for reliable local help. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Dee, very much. Her uh, customers love her, and you will too. If you happen to be in that area, you'll really like that that Garden Center. All right, our phone number is 888-787-KLIF. 888-787-5543 888-787-5543 call right now please we go to ed in Hurst. ed this is neil good afternoon hi neil <clears throat> thanks for taking my call really appreciate you've been listening to you for years and
3: years and just really uh, uh, appreciate all you do thank you thank you so um i, I am a, a homeowner and i've got some saint augustine grass i have it in my front yard and in my backyard and the. Uh, in the backyard, the St. Augustine is is uh, throwing up nice, gr- nice and greening up, coming back from the winter uh, dormancy period. But uh, my front yard St. Augustine is not coming out of dormancy, and uh, I, it, it looks a little bit weird because every other lawn on my street is it's coming up nice and green, and, and we're still sitting here and in, in, uh, really, really fallow. And uh, I just wondering, uh, at, at what point do I become concerned? or if there's something I can do to, to help it along.
1: Um, well, it's not a good sign if, if the other uh, St. Augustine on the, and there's St. Augustine also, is that correct? Yes. Yeah, uh, that's not a good sign. Did you have, I have some areas, we have a hillside that is not a part of our yard, but it's uh, it had become rather heavily, infested with St. Augustine from some grass that I had adjacent that had crept into it. And I didn't get out to do anything with chinch bugs and watering and other things. It's just an area I can't take care of because it's just too big, and it would have cost too much last year to, to do all of that. And I've been watching it, um, and it's, it's sluggish also. Uh, the St. Augustine that I have that is turf... Uh, where I had treated is fine. It's the same story you just told. And uh, so I think chinch bugs probably are, are uh, responsible in the areas that I have that are sluggish. Um, and the Bermuda will fill right in. It's, I'm not worried about it at all. Um, but I think that's probably the, the, the cause in my case. Uh, did you have any chinch bug damage last summer or any, any browning out? And did you treat for it right away for chinch bugs? Um, there were a few pieces of brown. They weren't. Uh, they weren't
3: um, big, but they they seemed so. We have. We also have a, a tree in the front yard, and it seemed to, the brown spots seemed to circle around the tree. Um, okay. But I didn't. I didn't take too much notice of it, but no, I didn't treat
1: for chinch bugs. Is there any? Uh, is there any? Uh, any coincidence of of similarity of of where the grass is not greening up with the with the shade of the tree, is it worse uh, as you get into the shadier parts of the of the yard? Yes. Yeah, well, that that grass may just be weakened by the by the shade. Um, I'm not sure I got my sentence out in a coherent way, but I think you see where I'm headed. Uh, that. What happens, um, and what happened in my yard years ago, I I have very little turf left now because of the, the shade problem. We've been in our home for 45 years, 46 years, and initially it was Bermuda grass, and then that began to get shaded out by the pecan trees that are native around our property. And so I went to St. Augustine, and it did quite well for 25 years, but then it began to thin out, and we had a really bad winter, and... Coming out of that, I had a hard time getting it to fill back in again. It, it just didn't. And uh, I think I think it's one of those things where, okay, the count is 0-2 on my St. Augustine, and the bad winter comes along, and that's the third strike. It just doesn't have the oomph to green back up again in the spring. And uh, that may be what happened to those areas. Do you have parts of your front yard that are in full sun that look better? That will be the, the telling tail. Yeah. yeah
3: I think so like on the other side of the driveway where my yard shares with my neighbor I think that part of the yard is coming in quite nicely and it, it, it is in full sun and it,
1: it, it's coming along it's, it's mostly underneath this tree. Okay then I think we we may have gotten to the heart of the problem it may just be too much shade and if it didn't happen because of the cold this past winter it was destined to happen eventually within a year or two or three anyway what kind of tree is it, and how old is it? Oh my gosh! Now that I don't know, we've been in, we've been in the house um, about
3: three or four years now, um, and, and so we inherited the tree. And
1: I, I I'm, is it I'm a large neospite. tree. It, is it still it is growing actively, large. or is it saving? It it,
3: it 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 is pretty large. It it, it does bear a fruit um, that that um, that comes in a couple times a year. The little red red
1: berry things um but i i I couldn't tell you what it is all right well if it's getting larger then it was just a matter of time until until the grass would have died out anyway i'm trying to make you feel better about the thing It, it probably wasn't necessarily just the cold you may get to the point now where this becomes the the question that i always tell people is the most common question i get neil what can i do to get grass to grow beneath my shade trees and that's the question that doesn't have an answer, and that's why Jerry Jones never could get grass to grow in Texas Stadium or the Astros mm-hmm. in the Astrodome. You have to go to a ground cover that, that will uh, tolerate shade better than turf grass will. And there are lots of things that will, um, and so I kind of have to turn that one back to, to you to decide. I've used Mondo grass, which is not a grass. It's a ground cover, mucky grass. I've used that one predominantly, but also... Uh, uh, English ivy, uh, I don't think I want to recommend that too much because of some disease issues. I've used a lot of purple winter creeper, euonymus, uh, uh, other things as ground covers. I like mondo grass because when the leaves come down I can blow them out of it very easily. But that's, right. that's the next step if it was shade. Go with that as your assumption. Go look at it and, and pay close attention to where the grass is, is the most sparse, the least dense and see if, if it's uh, definitely where it is shadiest, and if that's the case, and we've nailed it. Okay. All so, right. Well, thank you, Neil. I really appreciate your help. Go forth and be brilliant from that point on. I hope I, I hope I got you there. All right. Thanks for the call, Ed, very much. All right. If you uh, would like to have that kind of brain surgery performed on you, give me a call right now. 888-787-KLIF. I have nobody ahead of you. You call now, you get on the air right away. Uh, I'll be doing a break, and then you get on right after that. 888-787-5543. Let's do that slowly. Toll-free, 888-787-5543 call now, won't you please? Let me tell you about uh, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. It's uh, a book that I decided I would self-publish. That was a very easy decision because I had done four books before. I'd actually done five, but one publisher went out of business, and another publisher uh, was 2008, and they, after a year of hard work they said, no, not going to publish any more books at all. You can keep your book. And, (laughs) okay, thanks. So, Uh, Anyway, it's just one of those things, and I just decided the next book I do, I'm going to self-publish. So I can pick my own editor uh, and somebody who likes gardening. And so i got Carolyn Skye. She's a master gardener. She's a fabulous editor. And uh, I could pick Cindy Smith, who had done all my Texas gardening calendars for 15 years or so. And uh, we have worked together on many projects, even current event projects right now. And so these two ladies are heroes in my eyes. So uh, the book has 11 chapters covering lawns, uh, trees, shrubs, well... Let's just start at the front. The first is the basics of gardening in Texas. Then that forty-eight page calendar. Then trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit and vegetables. And it's a hardback printed in San Antonio on high quality paper. Those are all things that uh, a lot of publishing houses would have uh, said, "Nope, not going to do that. Going to cheapen your book for you, Neil." <laughs> so I said, "No, I want a hardback and." These were decisions I made. I wanted to, to have all the photos I need, 840 photos. I didn't realize it would be that many. So all of these were decisions I got to make by self-publishing, 344 pages. But I kept the price very low at $36.95 because there were no distributors, no middle people involved, no stores, no publishing house, no any of that, just straight from me to, to your mailbox. Uh, the book is uh, not uh, going to be available anywhere out where you can go pick it up and look at it. So that's why I've always offered you a complete money-back guarantee uh, and uh, promised a full refund if you're not happy. No one has ever asked for a refund, but it will happen, and I'm not going to question it. Uh, I hope that you'll give me a chance to send one to you. I've put it on sale at $36.95 just to try to help during this economic uh, time of uh, challenge. Here are the two ways you can order it. Uh, you can call your order in during the week to my office 800-752-GROW. That's 800-752-4769. The better way though is to order from my website right now. That's at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Neal Sperry's Lone Star Gardening.
0: Lens Landscape Lighting knows different homes or sometimes the same home may have multiple personalities from invitingly warm and whimsical to amazingly modern and stylish. Whatever your home's personality, we make them shine. Let our creative team of lighting experts at Lens accentuate and bring out the best of every side of your property. Lens Landscape Lighting, we light the way you live. For more information, go to lenslighting.com.
1: Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. All right. Let me tell you about Whiskey Stone right now. Let me invite you to... uh... Get on out to Whiskey Stone this afternoon or sometime next week. It's a destination place you want to go. You'll love it. First time I went there, I thought, oh my goodness, this is what I've been looking for all of my life. When I was in graduate school at Fort Collins, I went rock hunting on the weekends. That was my pastime. Some people skied. I went rock hunting because I love rocks. Just And then... Just translate that into rocks I can't carry into stones for the landscape, and it's I'm just a big kid, that's all there is to it. And Whiskey Stone fulfills all those dreams. 22 acres of beautiful stone, everything from uh, flat stones that you can use for walks and patios and and uh, retaining walls. They know the difference, and they can help you avoid mistakes like I was about to make. I want to get to Three tons of this for retaining wall. Neil, those are not for retaining walls. Those stones, you use those for, for patios. Oh, well, then let me have that one for my patio. No, those are for retaining walls. <laughs> so it, it goes that way. They know exactly how to help you. They have beautiful boulders if you're doing fountains or if you if you want river rock. I'm, I just have a fetish for river rock. It just kind of blows my mind to think it's something tumbled around in a mountain stream for Uh, Thousands of years and and turned out almost completely round. And now I have it in my landscape and can enjoy it. They're just beautiful things. At WhizQ Stone, Mike and Derek Whizman are nice people. Second and third generations in the business. 4501 East Loop 820 South. Write that down. That sounds like you're going to all corners of the earth. 4501 East Loop 820 South in southeast Fort Worth. And the uh, phone number, if you need directions or have questions, 817-429-0822. 817-429-0822. Whiz-Q.com. It's Whiz Stone. Hello, I'm
3: Sunny from Dallas Ace Hardware, next to Duncanville. Each Ace Hardware is independently owned by someone who cares about your community, someone who's there to answer your questions. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil.
1: Thank you, Sonny, very, very much. And we go to a Mike in Rockwall. Mike, this is Neil. Appreciate your call very much. Thanks for waiting.
4: Hey, Neil. A uh, question I have yes, is, I'm up here in Rockwall, it's- alkaline soil and uh kinds do great there's a couple of uh, uh trees that i'm interested in like a hickory a shag bark or something like that there's some wild black uh walnuts that, that do real good up here i didn't know if hickory trees would would do okay i've I think they're somewhat related to a pecan, but I'm, I may be wrong.
1: No, they're related. Why are you wanting that instead of instead of a pecan, another pecan, for example?
4: I like the taste of hickory nuts.
1: Oh, okay. That's fair. Um... I I don't know that I could show you a hickory tree anywhere in the metroplex. Rockwall County has the same basic soil. Where you have soil in Rockwall County, there's there's some bald areas up along Ridge Road, but right. uh, where, you so- where you have soil where uh, you uh, have soil, I uh, I don't recall ever seeing. Uh, hickory trees in, in Rockwall or or Dallas County. There there probably are. I just haven't uh, we have a neighbor who has a hickon. It's kind of a I, I right. sent samples to the uh to A and M. I said, what am I looking at here? And that's that's what came back. It was a just a, a natural hybrid. But uh you could you could certainly try. They're they're gonna be much more common in East Texas than they are right uh,
4: in right. your I, area. I'm, I'm from north central Louisiana. And there's hickory trees all through the woods. And I, yeah, I understand. the pines around here do good. So would a hickory do good or no?
1: What did you say first? What does well there?
4: Pecans. Pecans. Oh, pecan- I, pecan- I thought you said, down- I thought you
1: said, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I thought you said pines. And I was going to say, golly, no, I, I don't, no. don't think so. Yeah,
4: down, uh, I, he- down by the creek, there's two or three huge black walnuts. And they, yeah, black they, walnuts
1: will grow. They will grow, and and there's no reason you couldn't grow walnuts. They're they're around. Uh, if you're not trying to grow anything around them, they really have uh, the uh, the ability to retard the growth of other plants around them. Used to be walnuts right. at the arboretum, and boy, it was hard to grow anything around them. Um, I don't know what pH hickories uh, prefer. That's the one thing, and and, uh, it would be easy enough to Google that quickly and find out. I'll do it in the next break. I can do that on my phone. Okay. I was just
4: wondering, uh, the hickory nut has a very distinct flavor. Pecans are good, but I I was just going to plant one to see if it'd grow, and I didn't know if you'd heard if hickories will grow in this area.
1: All right, I just did it while I had my phone muted, and it says acidic soils, but will tolerate alkaline soils. So um, yeah, try it at your own risk. I don't know. I would think you'd see okay. a lot more hickory trees if they if they would do very well.
4: Right.
1: Yeah, well, there's not I, that, many
4: black walnuts, but the ones that are here, I guess they've been here a couple of hundred years, are huge.
1: Yes, sir, there are large ones. Yeah.
4: And uh, I...
1: I no, try try your Hickory if you wish. Oh, yeah. okay. That's that's I've told you more than I know. Yeah. Appreciate your call, Mike. Good luck with them. Report back in 20 years. Let us know. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, let me see time. Oh, golly, I'm behind. I was going to go to George. George and Paris, wait, and I'll help you with your hollies. That sounds like a good question. I'll try my best to help you. Let me tell you about Ace Hardware right now. Ah, Ace is the place. You know what they are. They have helpful hardware people at ace that's a nice variation from the big national box stores you know the difference in ace and a lot of people don't know this i didn't know it when i started working with ace that's been many years ago now but ace stores are owned locally they're owned by the people whose voices you are hearing in these rejoinders after the ace breaks those are the owners and they're in your area uh, A couple of the ACE uh, owners may own a couple of stores that may be one town away, but they know your area and they care about your area. And they are proud to own stores right there. They employ people from your community. They are very much invested in your town. Right now, if you go into ACE Hardware, your locally owned North Texas ACE uh, retailer, you'll find a great deal on ACE 2904 Lawn Fertilizer. For all grass types, 5,000 square foot coverage, $24.99. And you save $2 off with Ace Rewards, exclusive. And uh, pay only $22.99, limit of two. I took advantage of that last year. And uh, then I bought some more at that $24.99 price, or whatever its equivalent was last year, and I'm thrilled. Great results. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace Retailer, find a great deal on Ace 2904 Lawn Fertilizer for all grass types, 5,000 square foot coverage, 24.99 save $2 off with Ace Rewards card pay only 22.99 apply anytime during the growing season right now is a great time to get started it feeds your lawn in one easy step it builds strong deep roots to protect from drought and heat and you get that great green up as well formulated for quick greening and sustained controlled release greening up to 8 weeks ace stores parts of our neighborhoods owned by members of the community local experts With trusted advice you can rely on, ACE is the place with the helpful hardware folks. I'm Dave Williams. A new trend is emerging in employment that has some Gen Z members annoyed. Older Americans are being hired in greater numbers. Why? They have a work ethic employers say is getting hard to find among younger workers. Details Monday morning at 617 on KLIF. Thank you, sir. Let me tell you about uh, the eGardens newsletter I have. It comes from my computer to your email every Thursday just a little after 6 p.m. Mine comes at 6.03 p.m. for example. There always are five stories in E Gardens. I work a day, a day and a half, sometimes two days a week, getting E Gardens ready for you. One of the stories will always be a featured plant for that week. Another of the stories will always be my answers to your gardening questions, and another of the stories will always be gardening this weekend, where I point out the things you need to get done in the ensuing three days. Look for it in your email every Thursday, a little after 6 p.m. Click into it, and you never know what you'll find in E Gardens. Diane Sitton has a fabulous story coming up in the next E Gardens, and uh, that story is uh, uh, just—it's uh, one lady's garden, and what a beautiful garden it is in East Texas. Now that's E Gardens. It is always free, has been for 19 years. You can see what it looks like by going to my website neilsperry.com and then click on the eGardens tab. I'll never spam you, don't give or sell your email address to anybody. Take a look at it. Go to neilsperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Click on eGardens. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. I'm sharing some tips for easier mowing with you here this weekend, and we're going to talk now about fertilizing your lawn. You want to avoid quick-release, high-nitrogen lawn foods like 2100 or 3300. Those are like junk food to your turf grass. What you want instead is a quality slow-released fertilizer where half or more of the nitrogen is in a slow-release form. You're also going to find with soil tests in the clay soils of north central Texas that usually all you need to add is nitrogen. So you want to look for a quality slow-release all-nitrogen fertilizer unless the soil test shows otherwise. Quality fertilizers with that slow-release component will make mowing more predictable, the lessen the likelihood of thatch accumulations and diseases. They really do pay off. Buy for quality when you buy your lawn fertilizer. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in Gardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. Thank you, sir. Let me tell you about Callaway's Nursery right now. Nature always knows when to grace our Texas landscape with the refreshing colors of springtime. At Callaway's Nursery, their greenhouses are packed with fresh arrivals of all your favorite flowering plants. Now head into your neighborhood Callaway's Nursery today. Immerse yourself in color and binge on the beauty. The stunning blooms of tropical hibiscus will be sure to capture your attention. Their continuous flowering uh, creates a feeling of the tropics right in your own backyard tropical hibiscus plants produce flowers constantly so you'll enjoy their big bold blooms for months to come and they really stand out against their rich green foliage visit your local callaways select from rich uh, from red orange pink and yellow these six inch beauties are 24.99 tropical hibiscus shine in containers and they work well in your landscape as a Feature in a sunny bed. Keep your new hibiscus and other tropical plants at their best and feed them with Callaway's Premium Tropical Plant Food. Callaway's is hiring at all locations. If you have a passion for plants and a passion for people, they want you to be a part of their team. Stop in to apply and join their Texas Grown team today. Shop locally at their community stores or order online today at callaway's.com. C A L L O W A Y S dot com. They're open seven days a week for your convenience, serving DFW for more than 35 years. That's Callaway's Nursery. Their life lived beautifully. It's Callaway's dot com. And opening yesterday, I think it's yesterday, the last day or two, they have a brand new store in Austin, Callaway's dot com. Interact with us on Facebook as well as on Twitter at 570-KLIF. This is Real News and Information 570-KLIF-KLIF.com My website is neilsperry.com. That's where you go to buy my book. It's one of the only two ways you can buy my book. The other is to call my office. So that's neilsperry.com. It's where you go to sign up for eGardens, my free electronic newsletter, and my 1001 frequently asked questions. Oh, my goodness, that's a lot of questions, Neil. Yes, it is. It took a year to write that part. It uh, takes you around uh, uh, some of the uh, common things that people have been asking, about, like rose rosette virus and crepe myrtle bark scale, all of that and so much more at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com, neilsperry.com. I'm Doug from Jabba's Ace Hardware. When you need reliable, localized help with those great lawn and garden products, come see us. We're Ace, the helpful hardware folks. Now back to you, Neil. All right, Doug, thank you, sir. Now we go back. We have one line open if you'd like to call. It's 888-787-K-L-I-F. 888-787-5543. 888 An absolutely beautiful afternoon. Let's go to George in Paris. George, this is Neil. Good afternoon.
2: Hi, Neil. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. I, I have four seven to eight foot Mary hollies that I had planted last year, and I uh, poured the water to them using the bubbler you recommended all summer. When do I need to start that again? I've watered them modestly over the winter?
1: Um, I would, the first time it starts getting up into the high eighties and nineties and staying there for a while, uh, their, their roots are out of the original soil ball, but balls, but not very far. And so they'll still dry out kind of quickly. What is your soil? Is it, is it a sandy loam or is there any clay around it? there is some clay around it. Okay. That will help. That'll hold moisture. Uh, but I would, I would still water and, and it sounds like you're headed that way anyway. I would still water, uh, them by hand this year and just their hollies are, I love hollies. And especially if I lived in Paris, Texas, where hollies do so famously, I would, uh, I would want them everywhere. And, and, uh, but the one downside to them is you can't tell when they're dry, as you know. They, they don't wilt, and so it's, it's possible for them to go beyond the point of no return without our realizing it. So I wouldn't take that chance. I would water by hand, probably starting no later than 1st of May. You can. It'd be hard to overwater them. It would be easy to underwater them. Okay, well,
2: when it heats up, I'll start watering them more, and... Uh...
1: Hopefully yeah I, I think they're doing well i think so the divide
2: they'll be
3: fine yeah the
1: dividing line is 85 to 90 degrees for a few days in a row when it looks like it's oh, okay i think we're there it's uncomfortable to be outside in the afternoon now and it looks like the whole week's gonna be that way then that's the time you need to start watering okay thanks neil so all right thanks for calling very much that's a lovely lovely part of texas let's go to john in allen john this is neil good afternoon
3: Hi Neil. Good afternoon. Uh, I bought three of your new books in December, and it's just beautiful. I gave them all out as gifts. I gave them all out as gifts, so I guess I should have bought one for myself. But uh,
1: (laughs) well, I still have them. If you if you if you you get really desperate, let me know. I still have them.
3: (laughs) Very good. Uh, I planted a a magnolia two uh, years ago. It's about four foot tall now, and I need to move it to a new location. And I wanted to get if i could still do that this month and if you had any tips on what i should look out for
1: okay how much has it grown in those three years
3: uh it's probably went for a, a up a third so from three foot to
2: four foot
1: okay that's still pretty small uh it would have been better if you could have done it two months ago it probably wouldn't kill it to do it now uh, it has rooted out into the adjacent soil. Um, if it's only four feet tall, that's, that's not a very big plant. If you can hold the soil around it, you'll definitely want to be patient as you dig it. You'd use a sharpshooter spade. I don't want to endorse uh, transplanting anything in, in April, uh, but if the freeway is coming through and you, you must, or you're getting ready to remodel and you just have to move it rather than chopping it out, I would I would give it a try. Just make sure okay, you hold I- the ball of soil around the roots as best you can. You probably aren't going to get much of a soil ball much bigger than what it was originally. And what was it, a five-gallon pot? Yes, sir. Yeah, you you may be able to get something a little larger, but it probably will crumble away uh, back to that original soil ball.
3: What would be a better time to, to make that move?
1: Absolutely in always ball? in the winter when they're dormant.
3: Okay, so... December so,
1: January time frame. Perfect, absolutely perfect. Okay. After you've had the first freeze and before they start growing, in uh, between the first freeze and uh, the end of February.
3: So okay, we'll hold off, then? Yeah,
1: well, if you can wait, then that's always better. You bet. Okay. Thank you, John. We'll yeah, your your tree, and I thank you for the call. <laughs> all right, folks, all lines are open. I have uh, ten minutes left. You want to hear me talk by myself, mumble and and grumble. It's uh, If not, then the number is 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. If you were one of the Sperry children, you would be saying, man, take our uh, advice, give him a call. You don't want to hear him for 10 minutes. We've been there. It wasn't fun. 888-787-5543. I'm proud of our kids. They're good kids. Proud of our grandkids, and we had a visit from Jackie, the great-granddaughter, at lunch today. They don't get any more special. You know, the farther you go into the generations, the more you appreciate them. Isn't Isn't that the case? You realize how fleeting life is and how lucky you are to be there. You really realize that. My book is Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. And uh, there were a lot of decisions that that, uh, I made in writing my book. And a lot of times, Carolyn Skye, my editor, would say, Neil, I think you need to rethink how you are presenting this. It's a little difficult for me to read. Carolyn is a a very avid gardener, and she was uh, a senior publications editor at one of the major California universities before she retired and moved to Texas to be with her grandchildren and her daughter and uh, she is accomplished and she's an accomplished grammarian i love having those talks with carolyn because i enjoy grammar very much and she would say i i think you need to put it in in simpler terms or uh, or this or that and she'd suggest a complete rewrite of a couple paragraphs and she'd even give me examples of ways it could be made clearer just a wonderful so in that respect i i say i wrote the book myself, but she really had her eyes on every word of it, and Cindy Smith just did a masterful job of laying my book out for me and making sure we got as much information in in, in the book as possible. 344 pages. It was going to be 200 pages to start with, and it was going to cost about the same amount, but we kept figuring ways to give you more value for the book, and so here it is, 344 pages, 840 photographs, more than 25 multi-page charts. Charts let you put a lot of information in without taking a lot of space. It really helped. I think you'll get a lot out of this book. A 48-page calendar of when to do all the important tasks. It doesn't give you on March 14 you do this or that, or April the 8th you do this, uh, but it tells you in early April, here's what you have to get done, and uh, so forth, all the way through the gardening year. Then special uh, chapters dedicated to trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. Those were a month each to do those chapters. So anyway, take a look at it, see if you don't agree, and if you do agree, then you have a book for thirty six ninety five. If you don't agree, I'll buy it back from you. I've made that promise since day one. I've not had to Buy one back yet, but it'll happen. Uh, Here are the two ways you can buy it. It's not in stores, not on Amazon. You call my office, 800-752-GROW. Make that call during the week, during business hours. 800-752-4769. The better way, though, is to uh, order at my website right now, and that's at neilsperry.com. N E I L S P E R R Y dot com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Thank you, Tommy, very, very much. Ten services at our church tomorrow. Uh, There are four uh, uh, traditional services. I guess maybe four contemporaries. I'm not sure. There always are two. And two at Melissa. Oh, the Sunrise Services. That's where the two others are. That's what it is. Bad Neil. So anyway, that's where those other two are. There are ten services in all. And all that information is at sharingtheheart.org. Sharingtheheart.org. And we'd love to have you join us at our at our, our church, SharingTheHeart.org. Uh, the 10:05 uh, uh, service uh, live streams from that same uh, that, web, that same website, SharingTheHeart.org. Tommy Brummett is wonderful. That's all I can say. He's involved in the Easter egg hunt now. I texted him back and said, uh, "Don't take too many eggs." He said, "I probably won't get any." I <laughs> Nobody enjoys that sort of thing more than Tommy Brummett. At Mueller, they believe in value. Their value plus buildings are pre-engineered. And they feature an easy-to-assemble, bolt-together design. Mueller's durable roofing panels are hail-resistant. And they come backed by a 30-year limited paint warranty. But true value never stops it. Just a quality product at a reasonable price. That true value shows in the service you receive during your purchase and in how a company stands behind their product after the sale. Mueller understands that buying a steel building or metal roof for your home can be a lifetime decision. And Mueller will provide assurance before, during, and for decades after your purchase. At Mueller, you simply get more. You get more for your money, you get more confidence in their company, and that gives you more value. Call them at 877-2-Mueller. M-U-E-L-L-E-R. That's 877-268-3553. Or visit them online at mullerinc.com. Mueller means more, Mueller means value. I'm
4: Mike from Grand Prairie Ace Hardware. When you need reliable, localized help and those great home repair products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil.
1: Thank you, Mike, very, very much. Appreciate that. He's another one of the original uh, uh, hardware owners that uh, were with us at the very beginning and has been all the way through. Thank you. Let's go to Chris in McKinney. Chris, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Thanks for calling. Hey, good afternoon, Neil. Um, so I had a
0: question about a couple of fruit trees. Um, I have I got these planted here uh, right after the freeze a couple of years back, and uh, mm-hmm. I have Two plum trees. One is a metley, and the other is a bruce. And neither of them has given me any fruit so far. I did not know if that's normal. They all, they, both of them, look healthy. They have, they have lots of leaves this year. Last year, one of them had a lot of flowers but no fruit at all. The other one has not put out any flowers yet. And then I also have a fig tree this year. That uh, the first year we got some a few figs. That's a blue giant. I think is a is a uh, is a type. And this year uh, it has not come put out any leaves yet, so I don't know if it is uh,
1: dead or just dormant. Uh, just trying to figure okay, out okay, what- I can help you with both. Let me get right to my answers. I don't know which of your uh, uh, plum trees did not bloom. Methley is a good pollinator and it's self pollinating. so if it happened to bloom, it should have had fruit. Bruce must have a pollinator, so if it was Bruce that bloomed, then without without methly blooming it's not going to bruce alone would not have fruit so that would be my guess was that bruce was the one that didn't bloom uh, that had the blooms and methly did not bloom and so you've got to you got to have both of them in bloom at the same time to get uh, uh, cross pollination um and, and it usually takes a couple of years on young fruit trees. We don't want them to have fruit for the first two or three years. It would drag the trees down too much. Your, uh, fig plant, uh, worries me a little bit. I never heard of that variety. Uh, the only fig that has much of a chance as far north as we are in McKinney. I live in McKinney also, outside McKinney, and the, um, the only, uh, uh, fig variety that has much of a chance in the cold is Celeste, and unfortunately the last, uh, well, two years ago and this year, there was one year in between that was not cold enough to, to kill them, but boy, this year was, and, and I'm sure your, your fig uh, uh, froze this year, so it's time to replant and, and you'd want to get a Celeste fig and hope that we don't have brutally cold winters again for a while. But Celeste is a variety you want to you want to find. Okay, on the
0: plums, is there anything I can
1: uh, feed it
0: to encourage uh, flowering, or is that?
1: I just, no, I it just needs. Cool. They need to get some maturity to them. That's that's uh, like like expecting a young animal to have have a offspring too soon. You you need to let them get mature. Uh, so no, just sit tight and uh, just let them, let them establish. You've got to take normal care of them, protect them against uh, peach tree borers, which really bother uh, plums, and all the other care that you give uh, fruit trees. I'll let you do that, line, uh, that research online. I've got to wrap this up, but uh, no, nothing you can do to speed it up. Hey, everybody, have a wonderful Easter, Passover. Mike Bass, thank you. Happy gardening.